What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Getting Blitzed with Andrew and Terrain. I'm Terrain. And I'm Andrew. And it's time to get blitzed. Um, later on, thank you all for listening, later on in the episode we're going to be talking about um, the Super Bowl that's coming up this weekend, but first... We are going to touch on the shock of the sports world. Um, on Sunday morning, uh, the morning of January 26th, um, Kobe Bryant, along with his um, daughter and uh, seven others, perished in a helicopter crash. Um, the sports world is reeling. The world world is reeling. Um, Andrew, uh, what did you think when you first saw the news I on on, I, I'm sorry, I think I said morning, but I think it kind of came out for us on, on this coast. I think it came out in like the, the afternoon is when I really knew about it, I think. Yeah, I didn't learn about it until early afternoon. And I actually had gotten a message from a friend of mine saying, did you see what happened with Kobe Bryant? And automatically I assumed it was about LeBron James passing Kobe Bryant in the points thing. But then I whipped out my phone. Um, I actually didn't see anything on Bleacher Report at first, and then I jumped into Twitter and I saw that Kobe Bryant had passed away in a helicopter crash. So, I don't know. It just it, it, it caught me off guard. I didn't see it coming. Obviously, you don't see that sort of thing coming, but it's, it's just awful. I mean, obviously, Kobe Bryant and his daughter are the ones getting uh, a lion's share of the attention just because of who they are. And... Um, you know, this being the sports world, they're, you know, sports icons. Well, Kobe was. And um, it was, uh, I don't know, it's just it's just shocking. It's hard to absorb, and it almost still doesn't feel real to me, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I do want to say, and that's, a, I mean, I want to make sure that uh, it's um, known that it was uh, the people that did perish in that crash besides Kobe and his daughter, um, her uh uh, Kobe's daughter's teammates, Alyssa Albatil, um, Albat- Alto Belli and Peyton Chester, as well as their parents, Carrie and John Albatelli, sorry, Alto Belli, uh, and, um, Sarah Chester, um, their basketball coach, Christina Mauser, and the pilot, um, Ara Zobayan. So, want to make sure that, you know, not just, uh, it's not just, like, unfortunately, a lot of lives were affected by this. Um, in a, in a really awful way. I, I mean, I, I know that you did, I, I, at least if you were like a basketball fan, like I was, you getting to watch Kobe was amazing. Mm -hmm. Like Kobe was our, uh, Michael Jordan, um, in the sense that Kobe played in a way that was relentless and, and, just when he's on, he's horrifying. He can he can put up as many points as he wanted on you. It, it just depends on what the night is and what's going on. Like he was a phenomenal talent, a phenomenal athlete, and you know taking those taking those Lakers, sometimes dragging them into the finals, um, winning finals with and without Shaq. Uh, just just phenomenal uh, to to watch and incredible to see uh what what how 
how did you how did Kobe like affect you watching basketball growing up? Like, were you a were you a Kobe fan or were you just like interested in because I know I know that you're like a you became like a LeBron fan during like when LeBron came in was great. Were you a Kobe fan when Kobe was great? See, I feel like I came into like obviously I knew who Kobe was and everything because when I was younger I watched like him and Iverson and everybody like that, but I didn't follow it intently at that point. Uh, probably not as closely as you did at that moment. I guess I got really into things, um, probably like LeBron's rookie year, honestly, like around then yeah. is when I really started playing like the 2K games and uh, watching it on TV and following it and everything like that. But I mean, obviously you still knew the greatness that is Kobe Bryant. You know that he had that championship mentality. You knew that he can score whenever he wanted. Um, and you knew he was going to work harder than the opposing team to uh, win the basketball game at stake. So, like, I didn't get to fully embrace the greatness that was Kobe Bryant early on in his career, but towards the tail end of it, I definitely recognized how great he was, and uh, it's just insane to see that, um, just everything that's happened right now. Because, like, you said he was, like, the Michael Jordan of this era. For me, he was, like, that bridge between Michael Jordan and then Kobe and then LeBron. So, like, right. So he was like the torch holder for a number of years as like the guy in the NBA. So it's just insane. Right. And I'll, and I'll, I'll, I'll say, I, um, when I say he was the Michael Jordan for, for the people like, like the my age that watched, I just say that because I didn't, you know, I wasn't like a, and I can't remember being an avid basketball fan when I was like a like a little like five year old child. Like I was born in ninety one. Um, Jordan, you know, stopped being amazing in like ninety six, ninety seven. Um, so yeah. I didn't get I didn't get that time, but I did get the Kobe time. And I'll and I'll admit something because um, it, you know, I watching Kobe Bryant grow up like growing up i hated the lakers <laughs> i hated the lakers i disdained the lakers um so i wasn't the biggest kobe fan but still i mean unbelievable to watch he was an unbelievable player uh, but i just remember like being like oh yeah he scored 81 but he only he only got two assists that game <laughs> i remember that was one thing i would i would i would say to like try to cheapen that 81 point game because i was an idiot and was like can't give kobe credit no but um i mean points. the dude 81 points well, only two assists guys but <laughs> so i mean you know. five time Five-time NBA champion, two-time Finals MVP. He won the MVP in two thousand eight. Eighteen-time All Star. Um, Eleven All B L NBA first teams. He was a an amazing, amazing player. He's um, they are going to waive the rules and induct him into the Hall of Fame um, in the class of twenty twenty. Um, and I, I get, I get why. I mean, yeah. And, yeah, and then you have. You have other tributes like Mark Cuban um, retiring the number 24. No Dallas Maverick will um, ever wear the number 24 again, uh, according to Mark Cuban. Um, yeah, you, you, have know, a, I, you even have a lot of players around the league just like informally retiring the number. Uh, if the, if mm-hmm. they've been wearing 8 or 24, yeah, you have some people changing their number or requesting to have their number changed. Uh, to yeah, kind of Spencer Dinwiddie. Spencer didn't he's play uh, changing it to twenty six I believe from eight, mm-hmm. um, uh, and then you also have the uh, uh, the inverse, um, not not changing the number two, but um, Trey Young um, when uh, for his game um, after the after the death of Kobe Bryant, uh, he wore the number eight 
um, to start the game. Um, wore the number eight jersey. I believe Joel Embiid um, in his in his game on tonight on Tuesday um, is wearing twenty four uh, to honor Kobe. You also saw um, you know technical uh, technical celebrations of Kobe. Uh, you saw uh, teams going out and starting the game each with a twenty four second violation and then an eight second backcourt violation. Um, you know, as a as a tribute to Kobe, uh, he his his reach span his reach spanned across not only the not only the NBA, not only you know our sport, but to sports abroad. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, you have soccer uh, you have soccer players overseas scoring goals and then holding up two four to honor Kobe. Um, just an all around. All around, um, all around, well-known, influential person, and this was a huge shock to everyone. Yeah. Um, now, before we move on, because I don't, I don't think we should go too deep into everything. But before we move on, um, I did want to uh, ask about this, and I, I feel like it would just be, it would just be really cheap if I didn't, if I just let it, let like, if I just didn't uh, touch on this. Um, the Washington Post, um, they, the Washington Post suspended a reporter um, because she tweeted an article um, from 2016 from the Daily Beast with the title, uh, and this was, I believe, I, I don't think it was the day that he died. It was after, but it was, um, the, the title was Kobe Bryant's disturbing rape case, the DNA evidence, the accuser's story and the half confession. Um, her response to, she did, she did delete the tweet, but she defended her decision to share the article. And I'm reading this off of, uh, an NBC news article, um, written by Alicia Feldstein, uh, sorry, Alicia Fieldstat. Um, and she said that she tweeted the article because she said, quote, any public figure worth remembering in their, to- is, sorry, is worth remembering in their totality, even if that public figure beloved and that totality upsetting. What do you think of the idea that, I mean, we have um, Kobe Bryant being adored and, and praised and loved by all and this is something that has been that that was in his past and seems to um i mean obviously he's it, it was it was i mean obviously you know it's not like a thing that can be litigated now but what do you think about people you know saying this uh, after his passing do you think that it's disrespectful do you think that it's warranted how do you how do you see it uh, i i guess i could see like I don't know. Like, I, I, I don't think it's disrespectful, but I also don't think it's... I, I, I'm really... I don't have a feeling on it. Um, right. I don't know what happened in the case. Like, I don't really know uh, a lot of the details. I haven't read up on it. So, like, um, for me, like, I can't really give you a legitimate answer because I've never actually, like, really read into it. I, I couldn't tell right. you one detail about the case. Um, so, I mean... I don't know. I mean, if it's something that actually like 100% happened, 100% for sure happened, then like, obviously you have to talk about it. Like it's not something right. you should just sweep under the rug, but I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't know enough. 
Yeah. And I and and to be to be clear, it, I don't know, I don't know enough about it is an okay answer to have. And I I did say that this was something I was going to ask that I didn't give you warning that what it was before I asked because it's a it's a serious subject and I did I mean I I just didn't want like, you know. I I personally from um uh from this perspective, I look at it and I say this is something that is in his history. This is something that he has spoken to. And this is something that, I mean, it, it has to be mentioned. I, I feel like it can't be completely forgotten. It can't be completely overlooked because he, you, you can't allow that kind of behavior to, to not, you know, to, to be overshadowed by all the good that you can do. And I think that Kobe did a lot of good in, in um, the sports world, I think he tried to bring a lot of awareness to not just his sport, but other sports. Um, he mentored players in his own sport. I would I would say that he's partially the reason that Giannis won that MVP um, because he gave Giannis that as like I think like a, a goal after X amount of years, and Giannis was working hard to meet that goal. Kobe Bryant tried to make people better. But he also had a, uh, you know, some he did something in his life that that is important uh, and incredibly negative and needs to, you know, it can't be just you can't just pretend it didn't happen. So what was you like, can't, what was the official stance? Like, did he say it was like consensual? He, I don't even know. So what? So what eventually happened with the with this? I know I believe it was settled out of the court. Uh, I don't I don't have the specifics on you know what. The, I, I don't have the specifics on what specifically happened in the court case, but he he did re- he did have a uh, a statement that he released um, regarding this. Uh, the statement read, um, "Although I truly believe the uh, sorry, although I truly believe this counter between us was consensual, I recognize now that she did not and does not view this incident the same way I did. After months of reviewing Discovery, listening to her attorney, and even her testimony in person, I now understand how she feels that this, that she did not consent to this encounter. So, he did have, like, a, like, that's what the article essentially would said um, uh, regarding the Daily Beast, saying there was, like, a half confession where he seems to be indicating, yes, I, I, was involved in a non-consensual act with someone. Um, I think that's important. I think it needs to be mentioned. I think it can't be swept away. And I, I, I that's why I felt uh, like I, my wife literally asked me, Hey, are you going to mention this on the podcast? And I'm like, I, I, I said, I don't know. I'm like, I don't, I don't know if I want to do that, but I feel like I kind of have to, it can't just be, you know, he was great. He was amazing. And end of list. Let's move on. I mean, he was a great player. He was an inspiration to a a generation and another generation. And I just, it, it, it can't be, we can't leave it without the totality of what, of what he was, which that happened. That was part of what he was. So it needs to be said. All right. All right. So let's move on to the Super Bowl. Um, we had the Pro Bowl uh, over the weekend. Um, I think the AFC won and Lamar Jackson was the MVP. Who the fuck cares? Um, so we have the Super Bowl coming up this weekend. Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs are taking on the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, now we usually just pick we pick games, but it takes a little bit, you know, more like with this because we can't just pick a game and be like, "We'll see you later, peace." 
Uh, we gotta like we gotta dive into this a little bit. So let's start here. <laughs> I kind of wanted to go. I wanted to go like I was thinking about going sort of position by position, but I can't really do that. But I thought it'd be funny to do some of them. Who's gonna do? Who's gonna have the better uh, statistics on the day? Patrick Mahomes or Jimmy Garoppolo? Okay, here's what I'm gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be Patrick Mahomes, right? Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, not not even like a knock. Not saying like, anything, I don't know. It's just like even when Gar- Garoppolo does well, it's just like, eh, it's okay. Like it's not it's not typically like a Patrick Mahomes type good game. Yeah, I, I mean, I just don't think Jimmy Garoppolo has it in him to 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 uh, have a have a, a great game under the lights like this. I, I just don't see it. I think that he'll play his average Jimmy Garoppolo self, but that'll definitely give uh, the Niners a chance to win the game if their defense is playing the way they've been playing. I mean, that's that's how it's been going. So um, I think that's interesting to see how it's going to go. Um, which team will have more interceptions, the Niners or the Chiefs? I think the Niners will have more interceptions. Um well, I think overall Patrick Mahomes will have a better game stat-wise than Jimmy Garoppolo, I still think it's possible he throws more interceptions while doing so. So I'm going to yeah. say the Niners come down with more interceptions. If pressed, I'd say... Um, I well, Here's the thing. I didn't give you the option of a tie, so I'm not going to take that because I was literally taking the... Uh, I was going to take the option of, oh, they both tied. Um, they pick, both one pick each. They both throw one pick in and that's Which it. is very but, possible. <laughs> yeah. I'll say I think Jimmy Garoppolo throws more picks, so I think you're going to look at the Chiefs getting more interceptions. I think that um, Jimmy Garoppolo can be a little bit more risky when he throws the ball, whereas Pat is quite usually quite safe, except, you know, the times where he's slinging it all the way down the field. Um, but he's usually not doing that into like triple coverage either. And it's, I think, I think you're going to see him play it a lot more safe when he has some of the, uh, some of the D backs that he's going against for the Niners. Um, which team, which team gets more sacks? Niners, Chiefs. Uh, I'll go with the Niners on this one as well, just because the Niners pass rush is so good. So like, I, I feel like they also have the possibility of getting more sacks too. I'm with you. I'm going Niners. I think the Niners. Uh, you know, um, it's like get to the, get to Patty. As we talk, like the more I'm like, maybe the maybe the Niners can do it. <laughs> you you keep picking the Niners, so I think I think you're. I'm slowly getting you to where you need to go there. Um, but yeah, I, I think that um, I think that the Niners are gonna have a better pass rush. I think that um, though he's really good at evading, and I think he will evade for the most part. I think they're gonna you're gonna see them drop Patty more often than. Um, the Chiefs can drop Jimmy, and that might also be because Jimmy's going to be handing that ball off to who the fuck ever's behind him. <laughs> so we'll see how that goes. Um, what other? Do you have another um, matchup before we before we start talking talking bigger? Uh, which tight end do you think is going to end up having the better game? Do you think Kittle or Kelsey? Oh, uh, I think Kelsey. I think Kelsey has a better game. I think Kelsey just he's and again it's a it's another situation with quarterback play. I think that um, Patty has a better way of moving around and and getting uh, evading until Travis Kelsey can find his way to being open. Um, I also think that 
I just I think that Travis Kelsey is a better tight end than than George Kittle. Um, though I think Kittle's great. Um, I'm going I'm going Travis Kelsey. What about you? You know, I came into the question and I'm like, I'm probably gonna go Kelsey, but now I'm like, maybe I go Kittle. I, I know the the more I look at this game, the more I'm starting to think the 49ers are gonna win this football game terrain. Like, yeah, I came into this podcast like 100 percent positive. Uh, I'm gonna pick the Kansas City Chiefs, but the, the more I talk through different things, I feel like the 49ers can do it, and I think Kittle has a better game than Kelsey. I think he gets like 10 catches. Uh, 134 yards and a couple touchdowns. <laughs> uh, does Tyreek Hill get a 50-yard-plus touchdown? Definitely. He burns Richard Sherman over the top and gets a, <laughs> gets a long ball touchdown. <laughs> I, I love how quickly that was. Yeah, fuck yeah. Of course he is. <laughs> no question he's getting it. Um, I'm going to actually disagree. I don't think he gets one because I think... Um, uh, I think that the Niners will know they can't match up Richard Sherman against Tyreek Hill. Um, so they're going to make sure that, you know, they don't match those two up. And if, especially not one-on-one on the outside with no over the top help. So I don't think he gets a, I don't think he gets a 50. I, I think that he, they keep him in check. I, I think he gets a 50, whether it's the long ball over top against Sherman or it's uh, like a screen pass or something he just takes to the house. I think he's going to have a big touchdown. Um, <laughs> I, I'm just, I just think it's going to happen. Like the, the Chiefs are that kind of team. They're going to either, you know. Yeah. So, because my prediction was that Kittle has a better game than Kelsey. And for that to come true, he almost had, uh, Tyreek Hill almost has to take some of the, the touches away from Kelsey. So, yeah, I, I think you're going to see Kittle have a better game than Kelsey. And I think you're going to see Tyreek Hill tear off a long touchdown. Okay. Um, Mostert, does Mostert rush for over or under 120 yards in this game? That's tough. If you said over or under 100, it was going to be a lot easier. Um, (laughs) That's why I moved it. I I moved the goalposts. Is Tevin Coleman playing? Do you know? I don't believe Tevin Coleman is playing, um, though I will admit I am not sure. So if you want to tailor it to... I think he goes over 125. I think he gets buck 30. Okay. Uh, talk, uh, according to this, Tevin Coleman is optimistic he will be ready for the Super Bowl. Um, so, who knows? Um, so you say he's going to get a buck 30. I think it's going to be I a... Say, I think he does, yeah. I say that he's not. I, I think that I think that um, the Chiefs' run defense is going to be some uh, going to be prepared for um, for this kind of rushing attack, this kind of zone run attack that they use. I think that um, I think that the Chiefs are going to be ready. I think they're going to stop them. That's fair. Is there, is there any others before we go to the big one? Uh, let me think. So what what did we go over right now? Here, here's one oh. for you, Turing. Uh, yes. And, and over and under. Uh, Joey Bosa, two and a half. I mean, Nick Bosa, two and a half sacks. Under. I think he gets, I think he gets one. I think he gets one, but he but he gets to Patty and he, you know, gets hits on Patty, just not not always getting home. I think he gets a sack. I think maybe you know he gets a, a sack or a sack and a half. He's not getting two and a half, I'll say that. What about you? I think he'll probably go under. I, I think he'll probably get one as well. I was leaning towards him not really getting it. Um 
but still getting his Super Bowl moment with the sack on him. Um, yeah. How many touchdown passes do you think Mahomes passes for a train? Uh, I say Mahomes throws for... Wait, is it just... throw? You said throws for? I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay, good, good. I think Mahomes throws for four touchdown passes. So you think he's having a pretty good day? I think he has a good day. I think he... I think he has the ability to, uh, you know, get out of that pocket, make something happen. I think he will make something happen. I think you're going to see four touchdown passes for Mahomes. What about you? I think probably uh, three touchdowns. I don't think he's getting number four. (laughs) I was thinking about three, but then I'm like, I think he's got it. He might run for one. Like three touchdowns, one pick, a rushing touchdown, 56 yards or something. Yeah. Ooh. Um... Passing attempts by Jimmy Garoppolo, <laughs> over or under twenty? Uh, just under. <laughs> just under twenty. It depends. it depends how hot the Chiefs are. <laughs> yeah, if, if they have that's to get true. Passing. All right. Yeah. So I would say. Like, I would say. Uh, wait. I would say that he gets. Um, I think he's going to have to get over twenty, because I I do think that. They're going to make. I think. I think running is going to be very difficult, and I think the Chiefs are going to force. Uh, I think the Chiefs are going to force the Niners to throw the ball. So I'm putting it. I'm putting um, the the pressure on him. I say he has to throw over twenty times, which is very bad for the Niners. That's yeah, not how the Niners win this game. Is by putting it in Garoppolo's hands. Um, yeah. When, now, since we said that, he's definitely going to prove us wrong. Um, yep. <laughs> so let's let's jump into the big one terrain. Um, yeah. Yeah. Who do you have winning the Super Bowl? Do the San Francisco 49ers with this ferocious pass rush and are really built behind the rushing attack beat the Kansas City Chiefs who just destroy you through the air with the arm of Patrick Mahomes? Who do you have? Do you have Chiefs? Do you have Niners? Okay, so uh, one, I thought you were going to do the joke that I was going to do, which was, let's get to the really big one. Who's going to win the coin toss? But, all right. Um, <laughs> so, I'll say this. I have, I am just, these two teams are two of the top teams in the NFL. I, the Niners have proven that they deserve to be there. That defense is bananas. The Chiefs have proven they deserve to be there. They were able to weather the storm for the time without Patty, and then Patty came back and just marched them to victory. Um, I think that you see flashes uh, with this defense of like a of like a early like early two thousand like early Ravens uh, defense, early two thousands Ravens um, that brought home that brought home that uh, um, trophy. Um, and you know what they say the best. You know, you know, you know, defense wins championships. Mm-hmm. Uh, but my saying is the best defense is a good offense. I'm going Chiefs to win the Super Bowl. I think the Chiefs are a high flying team. I think they can get hot at any moment and they keep torching teams. They teach that to, to teams that, that think they got them. They, the Texans thought they got them and they weren't able to. Uh, the Chiefs. Do what they can do. They they put up points on the board and they can put them up fast, so you can never count them out of any game that they're that they're in. And as long as the ball is in the the hands of Patrick Mahomes, it's it's tough to it's tough. It's gonna be tough for the other side. So I'm going I'm going Chiefs and I'm going Chiefs 
30, uh, I'm going Chiefs 37 to 24. Oh, wow. So you have them going up big. Um, two scores. Two, two scores. scores. Yeah. Um, so coming into this, I was all Chiefs. But honestly, for some reason, I think the 49ers are going to win this football game. Uh, I, I don't know. I guess it was just going through position through position, that little drill you had us do. I feel yeah. like the 49ers can pull it out. Um, I think their defense is going to prove how dominant they are. I think uh, Mahomes is still going to have a good game, but I think he's the, the 49ers are going to be able to win this game. I think they win by a score of 31 to 28 on a last second field goal. Oh, so so Robbie Gold kicks it. Is Robbie Gold still their kicker? I couldn't fucking tell you, Terrain. <laughs> Yeah. I, I think I mean, it's going to be built on the rushing attack. There, I think Garoppolo is going to throw at least a touchdown, uh, possibly two touchdowns. Um, but it's going to be heavily dependent on that run game getting going. And if they can get it going, they're going to be able to milk the clock and they're going to have the defense to help control the clock. So I think they're going to win 31, 28. I think that's a, I think that's fair. I just, I feel like if it, if they're, if the final score is 31-28, then something happened where the clock wasn't being controlled and too too many points are going up for that to be I like know, a both situation those teams where... can can score when pretty quick if need be. Like the the Chiefs can score a ton of points in like a minute. So like yeah. they're like, "Oh, here, we're down 24 nothing. We're going to win. We're going to go on a 41 yeah. point tear." Uh, like so no problem. We'll be there. I, no problem. I don't think you can really take time of possession into play when you're talking about the chiefs. Uh, I think that's fair. So I think that's a fair, that's kind that's of a fair how I'm point. looking at it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm just hoping for a good game. I want I the think chiefs that, to win. I want to be, clear. I want the chiefs to win as well. I, I, I will say, and it's been pretty clear for anybody who listens to this. Um, I'm a Patty Mahomes stand. I have been like on the chiefs, uh, bandwagon throughout the year saying that they're going to win and mm-hmm. I-, I picked them in the Super Bowl to start the season so I feel pretty fucking good about what's happening <laughs> um, um, yeah but I, I think uh, before before we go I want to ask something that's super important what treat are you going to have on Super Bowl Sunday you're going to make some buffalo chicken dip you got what do you got going on uh, I'm sure. So we're going over to my sister-in-law's house, and they, I'm not sure if they'll have uh, buffalo chicken dip, but I do know they're going to have oinks and a doink, and I'm pretty excited about that. Ooh, tell me what oinks and a doink is, because that sounds gross. Oh, <laughs> uh, you've never had an oink and a doink? No, uh, no, so oink and no, a doink I haven't. Is, I, I'm sure you have. Uh, it's just like you get the little mini hot dogs and you wrap them in croissant rolls. Oh, pigs in a blanket. Yeah, oinks in a doink, but I mean, no, no, pigs in a blanket. No, <laughs> it's, it's called oinks in a doink. What the fuck's going on with you? <laughs> You've never heard that term? No, I've heard pigs in a blanket. Wow. Growing up for me, it's always been oink in a doink. All right, well, I won't take that away from you. Oinks in a doink, it is. So you're gonna have some oinks in a doink. I will be having some taco dip at my home. We're gonna make some taco dip and watch the big game. And I, I know that I know that I've had your taco dip before, and you like to use a special ingredient. We're gonna leave that ingredient out. Um, I was gonna ask you if you're gonna put the special ingredient in. 
Yeah, for those of you who don't know, one of the one of the f- the fact that we're still friends is baffling. But one of the times I uh, hung out with Andrew, stayed over at Andrew's. Um, they made he made taco dip, and he gave me some of the taco dip, and the piece that I ate had a fucking staple in it. So I still have my doubts. <laughs> <laughs> what you think? I planted the staple. You may have planted the staple to make me look bad. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't fucking think. Did I, did I also plant cayenne pepper in my own eyes to make you look bad? Okay. You fucking that asshole. That was Club Daddy. You I'll have you fucking know. asshole. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Just making you look bad, you did. So I tossed cayenne pepper in your eyes one time. Get over it. <laughs> oh, my God. I Wow. I apparently did get over it because I came over again, which, I mean, what does that say about my self-esteem as a kid? <laughs> Whatever. Oh, dogs are going crazy. Might want to cut that well, out. <laughs> yeah, sounds like uh, sounds like it's time for you to leave. Sounds like it's time for me to leave as well. Uh, thank you guys for listening to the season finale of Getting Blitz. Season two is done. Two. I mean, we might. I mean, we're probably gonna. I don't know. We might be back next. Oh no, you know what? We won't be back next week to talk about the Super Bowl unless it's on a day that's not Tuesday because uh, the Iowa caucuses are on Tuesday. And I gotta watch all that coverage. Um, so I am. I ooh, I hate it though. I hate Iowa. <laughs> not Iowa, the state. Sorry, but I hate. Well, you know what? If you want to hear about what I hate, you can listen to it on Alcoholics. Um, it's a podcast where I talk about politics and I'm drunk while I'm doing it. Um, but yes, please check out the Facebook page, like the Facebook page, uh, comment, leave posts, uh, fucking someone took the banging on the trash can thing and uh, posted the Doug funny video that I was fucking talking about because they get it. They fucking get it. Um, you are our number one fan. The fucking shit. We love you. Come on the the come on the pod sometime. Top fan. Um, Peace. 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 Peace.